what's up y'all we back with another episode of her chronicles better but not broken where we are busting through glass ceilings breaking barriers and shackles off our sister's feet we will not be defeated in any season let's get it let's grow go ahead and introduce yourself tell the people who you are Ooh, who am i i'm glad uh waking up is a vibe that we, we got you laughing because yeah we're a whole energy you're right you're right <laughs> so my name is lashasta bell i am a licensed professional counselor supervisor i'm a certified sleep science coach but you can call me the professional sleep strategist um i am also an anxiety treatment professional certified anxiety treatment professional but what i like to say is before i'm any of that i show up and i'm lashasta like period i I mean period point blank all them letters and is amazing and great but i had to learn how to be me and who i am so I could show up in that space and, and get those those alphabets behind my name, as folks say. But at the end of the day, I'm just a woman that loves to love myself and pursue those things that help me to be the best me, which is typically my peace, rest, and my sleep, because I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> right. So you said before you get all them letters behind your name, you just Lashasta, so you just show up as you. But... How do you just show up as you like what makes you who you are as a person or how did you have to find who you were or did it take something happening for you to find that person? Like how do you find that? Oh did I have to find it? I had to dig her up, give her uh mouth to mouth, some resuscitation. <laughs> I mean you you name it and that's that's what it took. Um just growing up, I grew up in a single parent home and I was not the oldest, but as life happened, I took on the role of the oldest um, and the responsibilities along with everything else. Like I've literally been working since I was 14 years old. Like I wrote to the state of Texas for a job permit to go to work where I could help my mom and get some of the things that I wanted as a teenager while other 14-year-olds were doing whatever, I'm like punching a clock. Like, yeah. for real, for real. So by the time my sis got married and had a baby, I'm like, yeah, I got shit out. I'm tired. Like, I'm already I'm already 10 years in the, in the workforce. So between putting on roles, because a lot of the things that we feel like we're responsible for we put them on. Like, we people don't ask us. We just jump in, especially as black women. Like, I'm just going to be real honest. And then the roles that I was assigned, there was no space on, on my calendar in my life for, for LaShasta. It was like, who is she? I, I, I At one point, I was Carlos's little sister. At mm-hmm. one point, I was KB's wife. Mm-hmm. And then at another point, I'm Kevin Jr.'s mama. It's like, can I, can I get... Can I get in here? Can can you tag me into my life? Yeah. And I fed into all of that. And, and I say fed into because sometimes we sit at the table and we overeat. Mm-hmm. Like we, we get so much that we now, like we uncomfortable with mm-hmm. the roles because we've fed into them so much. And they they became who I was. Like literally, that's how I started to identify myself and the things I decided to do in life was based on the roles either I had picked up or that were assigned to me. 
Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, did it take doing something or something happening? You know, of course. <laughs> like, how many of us just wake up and be like, oh, I want to be better today. Uh, ooh, let me look at what's wrong in my life. Come on. Some got to pop off. Some got to mm-hmm. fall apart. Some got to break. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that something is us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that something is our mental health. Sometimes mm-hmm. that something is just our ability to get up and function. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we literally walking around like zombies. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happened. Part of what happened with me is like I was working as an elementary school counselor. And it was Red, Red Ribbon Week. And you know, that's the week at, at the school where you got the crazy hair and all this about yeah. drug awareness. And so it was my job to come up with like what we were going to do. And I'm sitting there trying to think of, okay, hair, be creative, all this. Came up with dress as your favorite hobby day. And I sat there and was like, like, what do you like to do? Um, like, like, when and then I was like, oh, you know, I like to play basketball. I'm having this whole conversation with myself. It's okay for y'all to talk to yourself because that's where right. that's where the awareness and the awakening is. Is when you had a conversation right. with yourself, right? And so I'm sitting there like, when have you done? When was the last time you did any of these things? Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, Keisha, I was literally in tears at work. It's the middle of the work day. Get the, got mm-hmm. the lump in the throat. I'm the counselor. Like, people coming in and out for me to help mm-hmm. them. But in that mm-hmm. moment, I'm like, you guys to save yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I could not remember mm-hmm. the last time I did the things that I said I love to do. Like, how does that mm-hmm. even work? Mm-hmm. It's like, how does that work, sis, for you to say you love to do something, but cannot yeah. remember <laughs> the last time you did it? Yeah. And I was just, I was miserable. I, I, I cannot lie. Like, my life looked like it was great and going well. Like, I got the degree. I got the kids. Got the husband. Got, But it was like, where was I? Mm-hmm. I? I had all of these roles, but I could not see me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know where to start to see me. Mm-hmm. But what I knew I had to do is release some of the capacity of the roles not the roles because you know you got kids you gotta you yeah you mama now <laughs> you know i couldn't yeah. release the husband but i love him so i, I can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know can't release the job and so yeah. i say i have to choose to stop showing up so big um. in these roles um. and i slowly start to peel back some of those layers the volunteering I was doing, like, you I, I, you don't have to be at every meeting. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be on the board for the Little League. Like, you don't even like football. Like, these are <laughs> the kind of conversations I have to have with myself. You know? Yeah. So, and you know, and, and you know you know me, so you know I ain't lying. I'm like, <laughs> like, why you out here? It's six in the morning. Because... The why was somebody somewhere told me that part of being a good wife is supporting your spouse and the things that he wants to do or she wants to do. But that support can look different. That support should not Mm -hmm. cause you not to see yourself in your life. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to dedicate every other Saturday from six in the morning to six in the evening 
in order to support. And I and I learned that. And so yeah. the first thing that I did was having an awareness that I can't identify me because I'm not even in my life. It's just these roles and, right. and shells of me. Like, let me show up and be who this person need me to be. And let me show up and be who this person need me to be. But then you wonder why people only call you when they need you. Mm. Come on, talk about it. <laughs> so, so how you you put on? Because when I I'm hearing you, and you know, most of the time I relate things to the Bible, and it's like when David was going out with fighting Goliath, and he put on all that armor that he didn't need, and it didn't belong to him, but he still showed up and he won that battle. So how do you? Take off all that stuff and, and just be you and who you are in, in La Shasta and, and be that person that showing up as, as yourself for people to really see you as a person and not all those titles, not all those roles, not all those alphabets, but just you. How do you take that stuff off when you've carried it for so long? You start by minimizing, and that's exactly what I did. I started saying no. So the more you say no to others, and that's setting a boundary, it gives you space to say yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to start with the no. You like, like you said, David had all that armor that he didn't need. Mm-hmm. He, if he would have took some of that armor off, I'm pretty sure it would have been a whole lot easier to get yeah. the job done than not. And so, literally taking time with yourself to sit and say, like, what's serving me, and what am I only serving? Because if it's not a reciprocity in 2022, you can't rocks. Like, go read a book that ain't got LaShasta business in it. Because <laughs> we just can't, we can't be in that space. So you literally have to be willing to sit and evaluate every part of your life unfiltered. Like the good, the bad, the ugly. And some people, the Lord just going to take and, and, and remove them. Mm-hmm. He 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 gonna be like you know what I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this heavy lifting for you because you over here real struggle missing all these yellow and red flags so let me just go ahead and remove so some of them God got you you know I'm gonna tell you God had me on some that I wouldn't have never parted from unless He came into the mix mm-hmm. so I'm really taking time to sit so I, it started with me like I said decreasing my activity with the little league mm-hmm. when I said no there then I could say yes to other things. So I started getting curious. Because that if you don't know you, if you've never identified you, you yeah. got to get curious about some stuff. Okay. So I just started getting curious, like, huh, what would it be like to do roller derby? Because <laughs> I can. So Eventbrite had a, a coupon, what it used to be... Um, where we used to get all the coupons from online. I can't remember the, the old school site. Uh go in there and get a Groupon, try it out, have a friend that's crazy enough to be crazy with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Segway Racer? I ain't never rode a Segway. It's inside where it's cool. Let's try that too. Uh-huh. And so just getting curious because sometimes we are so de- detached from ourselves mm-hmm. that we, we don't know. We, we cannot identify us. So I just started getting curious. And, and you know, for years, what? LaShasta had long, straight, relaxed hair. And you then did. I didn't. Yeah. Because I yeah. said, what would it what would it be like? Like, what's really under this relaxer? 
Uh-huh. What would it be um, like not to to have it? Now, I'm gonna tell y'all, I ain't had the courage at twenty uh, something to do a big chop, but mm-hmm. I did let it grow out, and I've not looked back since. And then eventually, I did do a big chop, and just cut it off. Like I don't want to have long hair because the people around me want me to have long hair. Now, my mother in law had a fit. I had to hear her talk to the crap a little bit. <laughs> Every time I turned around, ooh, wait, look, don't look at it if you don't like it in all respect, <laughs> period. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. getting curious, one, shrinking down the responsibilities, redefining what it means to support, what it means to take care of them kids, what it means mm-hmm. to go work that job, redefining it. Because mm-hmm. I know many of us have responsibilities that you just, you can't release and you can't lay them all the way down, but you right. can choose how you redefine it. Mm-hmm. Like I was having a conversation or, or doing a talk on Clubhouse or somewhere and somebody was like, well, how you find the time to sleep eight hours a night and how you time, find the time to rest and vacation? I redefined what it meant to be a mom, what it meant to be a, a wife, what it meant to be a business owner. Because mm-hmm. I, I stopped operating with everybody's definition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Them kids, them kids can play little league, but they ain't gotta play two, three sports like they going to get a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I said it, and I said it from my chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, what you're saying is you define the way you show up in these roles, and not how everybody else wants you to. Because if you show up how everybody else wants you to, it's gonna weigh you down, and it's gonna pull you away from who you truly are. Exactly, which ultimately means it pulls you away from your purpose, your God-given purpose. Because He did not bring me into this world. To serve everybody else and yeah. not ever operate in my purpose and my passion where I can serve him. He brought me here to serve him first, to give him glory. And if yeah. I'm not operating in my passion or don't know my passion because I'm too busy being something for everybody else and rooting them on and cheering them on in their passion, like that's a whole disrespectful mm-hmm. situation to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and let me go to my favorite unfavorite scripture and I don't know where it's at in the Bible y'all let Keisha handle that part but <laughs> most of the time we had heard you know that you gotta give and not give out of necessity or begrudgingly and you hear it at church around offering time for some yeah. of us that grew up in a certain domination I ain't gonna denomination I ain't gonna call it out today <laughs> not today but if it's tomorrow you might but when that is said, that means giving, period, people, period. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to take that kid to that third practice of the week and that second sport, then what you're doing, you're not giving glory to God when you're doing it. Like you're not mm-hmm. showing up the way God have you to do it. When you're in the kitchen cooking for the fourth night in a row, even though there's leftovers, but you've trained the people in your house, you've taught them how to treat you, that you're going to be in that kitchen every day, five, six days a week. And you in there mad, mumbling under your breath, your blood pressure up because you mad. That's not pleasing to God. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Let the people eat the leftovers, prop your feet up, 
Give yourself permission to relax. Because that's the other thing. Like, as I said no to other people and got curious, I didn't have to give myself permission. Because we are trained in some in, mm-hmm. in certain cultures that you got to be moving and busy. That if you sit down, then the, the, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah. The lies. The idle mind heals. Your hippocampus heals when you sit in silence, people. Yeah. Like, don't stop. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Just stop. Like, stop drinking the sugar water with the red coloring. I'm for real, because that's literally what we're doing. We're passing on cultural abnormalities. They're they're not even cultural norms anymore. It's it's abnormal to think that you should go, 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 do, 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 and not ever sit still. I mean, we take it back to the Bible. It says to meditate. Like, take you a moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, so for somebody to that that's that's um, what would you tell somebody that's because what I hear you saying is it's okay to say no. It's okay to show up for you, and it's okay to just be who you are without worrying about what everyone else has to say or doing it everyone else's way or doing it this way because this person said it was going to work or because it worked for them um you got to do it like that or because they said do this because uh say free like you said about the children because mother's day they do it this way you have to do it like that because they said you have to do it like that and you can't do it the way you want to do it because they said do it like that but what you're saying is do what you want to do and live how you want to live and show up as who you are for your purpose and, and, and do it and out of out of your being pleasing to god basically because he says do everything unto him so whatever it is you're doing you do it for him so cooking you're doing it for him cleaning you're doing it for him and if you don't want to do it you ain't got to do it you can still please him because you're not doing it and you're not moaning and complaining and groaning so tell somebody what would you tell somebody that is in a space where they're struggling, where they can't say no, they don't know how to say no, or they're they're living in someone else's image, what would you tell them? I mean, you know, if they telling you to do it away, tell them they can do it. Like, you don't have to say no, just be like, you know what, you have a good idea. How about you go ahead and execute that? How about you do it? <laughs> <laughs> That is one way, real talk, seriously, that you can defer it. You can can delegate it. Like when people get big mad about something and, oh, you ain't tell me. Well, you're welcome to do X, Y, and Z. Then it's like you call their bluff. Mm -hmm. Because if we be honest, a lot of people that's telling us to do X, Y, and Z certain ways and trying to facilitate our life, they're not leading their own life. Mm -hmm. Because if they were leading their own life, they would realize my problems are my problems and my business and not their problems to solve. They would realize that. So, first of all, you have to consider your audience. Like, who is really talking to me? And what are they really saying? And how have they executed what they're telling me to do? Because not everything that someone's telling you to do is the wrong thing for you. But you have to be willing to weigh in on the decision. 
and not let them decide for you. But there's a lot of different ways that you can say no. Like, let me circle back to that or let me think on that. Or I remember the way, one of the ways I started, and some people still remember this and they laugh, they would ask me if I could do something. Hey, can you do me a favor? And I would say, it depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. And they would think I was lying. Like, they would literally sit there and laugh. Like, what you mean? I'm like, I'm not going to say yes to some stuff. I don't even know what I mean. Like, I don't know what the favor is. So you can't get an open blanket. Yes. So that's the first place I started is just saying it depends on what it is. And then from there, people, because we teach people how to treat us. That's how boundaries come in place. You know, it's like the baby who throws the bottle on the floor over and over again. If you keep picking it up, you're teaching that baby to keep throwing it on the floor. Mm-hmm. But the moment you take the baby down and let the baby pick the bottle up, the baby's going to be like, oh, wait, it's not the game. That's not what I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with people. So whatever we've taught them that no longer serves us, that no longer brings value, you teach them what will. But before you can teach them what will, you got to know it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Before I could tell my husband, like, I need a few days of vacation by myself, I had to know that I needed it. I had to figure mm-hmm. out that I needed space and time, and I call them my she-cations, where I could just go be LaShasta. Mm-hmm. And I also had to be willing to release the judgment of other people of what she mm-hmm. doing by herself. Mm-hmm. Who does that? I don't know. He better watch that because she might be meeting up with somebody else. Mind your business. Read a book that's not about LaShasta. <laughs> so you really have to be willing to give yourself permission to to say that no and find different ways to say no that you feel most comfortable with not that's comfortable understand this because this is not a comfortable process mm-hmm. but that is most most comfortable because jesus had boundaries i got a shirt that said jesus had boundaries too because yeah, jesus was like i'm gonna go up here to this mountaintop y'all stay down here that's stay a boundary <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a boundary so yeah. For the for those are that are God fearing people, they could literally choose to use the Bible as their guide mm-hmm. to identify themselves to take off what other people have labeled them as. Think mm-hmm. about all the things people labeled Jesus as before they really understood who he was. Mm-hmm. But he did not take a lot of time and energy to explain to him to dis- the dispute them. Like I'm not finna argue with you about me. That's one of my mm-hmm. lines too. I'm not finna argue with you about me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me I'm not mad. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. And so they could use the Bible as their guide because he had separation. He had times that he did not stop and explain himself to everybody in every detail. He gave them what they needed to know when they needed to know it. He didn't clutter his schedule. He didn't overfunction. Think about it. The stories Jesus showed up. Jesus rode up. He didn't have no appointment. He wasn't like his calendar was full. If he wanted to detour, you didn't know if he was going to get there at 6 or 8. Yeah. You just yeah. knew he was coming. I, yeah. I, I, I ain't making it up, Keisha. I ain't making it up. <laughs> no, you ain't. No, you ain't. You ain't making it up at all. So that's that's literally where you, you, you can start um, choosing how you say no, like practicing it. Picking one person in your life that you know you've given too many yeses to and mm-hmm. because your resentment is on 10, because you are uh, irritated by the sound of their voice. Come <laughs> on, people. 
I'm telling y'all the street I didn't walk down. I did, I hit the block a couple times, put it in reverse. So you don't have to go down that street and hit the block a couple times. Yeah. Allow your emotions and your feelings to have space so it can tell you what you need to do next. Because if you say you love somebody, but every time they start talking, you start itching, like, it's a problem. Mm. Like, mm. it's, and you getting annoyed, and they haven't even said much, and you trying to figure out why they on your nerves. Mm. You've given too much of yourself to them, and now you're mm. big mad at them. But you gave it away. So take it back. Mm. Mm. And they understand. Like, it's sometimes it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. But when you are curious about you and you can literally explain to the people you love what you need and the reason you need it, the ones who love you will show up and support you in that space, Mm -hmm. even when they don't fully understand. Like, I can tell you, my husband didn't fully understand when I'm like, I need a vacation by myself. He he didn't get it 100%, but he was like, love, whatever you need to do, you know what you need for you. Like, that, that was his answer. Mm-hmm. And now fast forward, I think I can't remember the first year I did it. It might have been like 2016, 2015, somewhere like that. Fast forward, now he didn't popped up and, and did his first little heatcation and went on vacation by himself. <laughs> See what I'm talking about, people? Like, literally, the people that love you that's in your life can go from not really understanding but supporting you because you can communicate what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Like, I, I, I really appreciate that because I was over here taking little mental notes, <laughs> taking it all in. So I, I do appreciate that. And just for anybody, you know, that's listening, just ultimately, I don't know what your takeaway is with mine. Is start saying no. Say no. Say no because it's okay for you to say no and show up as who you are and who you want to be, not the labels they put on you, not the degree behind you, not the roles that you play, not anything that somebody said about you, but show up as you authentically and reinvent yourself as many times as you need to. Any last remarks, Any anything you want to tell anybody? I mean, you wrapped it beautifully. And and the, the thing is, it's more than okay. Like, you have to understand it's a necessity. Like, mm-hmm. the air that we breathe, like, the water that we drink, the food that we put in our body, it's, ne- it's needed. You have to be willing to identify yourself and give yourself the opportunity and space in your life mm-hmm. to be all that God called you to be and mm-hmm. all that you desire to be. Because that's the that's where your peace is. Like that is where your peace is. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell the people who um where where they're not who you are, but tell them where they can find you. So you guys can find me on pretty much any social media outlet as I am L Bell. I am L B E L L. Um, also there my website lashastabell.com. You can find out where I'm speaking next what I'm up to, um, join the mail list, get a free, click the link in my bio on Instagram, get a free gift to, about leaders needing a rest or a free masterclass. I'm just here, you know, once you get healed in a certain place, you just want everybody to come with you. So come exactly. on, y'all. Exactly. 
Exactly. Come on. That's what reinventing her is all about. Heal, express, reinvent as many times as you need to. Come on. It's a lovely ride. It ain't. It's a little bumpy, but it's lovely. <laughs> I love it. It's lovely. And I appreciate you for inviting me into your space. I love, love, love what you do. You know, keep doing it. It needs to be heard over and over again. And we need to start to understand how spirituality differs from religion. And it's not meant to bind us, but it's meant to free us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And come on, you better say that. <laughs> you better say that.